For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Life was a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. Grand 5 will score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. They take it seriously, yes. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin. We are back. This is the Old School Crew, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, located at 84th and Havelock, every type of meat, every type of cut. Go in there and say what's up. I want to – I, I got something for you, though. So somebody left something for you today. What is it, man? So you you told a story about Farley taking your touchdown. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, so tell the story. Tell the story. So we can what, set the well, Which one? Tell the story about well, him stepping can, in front of your – Kansas State? Yeah. It's t- so we, so uh, we're, we're playing down at Kansas State, and we've been – in Terrell, like in JUCO blocked in, – in insane. I think in high school in JUCO blocked an insane amount of punts and kicks, right? So you heard about it. And obviously he came here and it was doing it. But so we were on punt return together. And even though we started, we we played special teams. Of course, you got a weapon like Farley. He had Baron Miles before. You you, you know, we always play the best player. So we all you know had this punt block. <laughs> I'll never forget this, man. We were down at K-State, man. We we were we were working out in these cats in this national TV game. And we got this punt block on, and we knew it was on once we got a look, right? And we knew if we got a certain point, certain part of the field, we we're gonna do it. And so it, it comes through, you know, right there. So I don't know. I think I might we might have picked for each other, run like an X stun or something. Punt gets blocked. Okay. And so I'm already in full <laughs> Terrell like behind me somewhere, you know, like to the side. So I'm running. I'm like, oh yeah, here comes the ball to me. And I'm about to because I'm thinking I'm 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 gonna catch it, score. And T.O. going to just be mad because I know I'm a, I'm breaking it down in the end zone. And Terrell already had scored, like, I think the week before against Missouri, he didn't score or something. And K-State had just, like, uh, I don't know, DP, sometimes when, when they used to do the the white lines on the field, they would be it would be kind of raised. Yeah. You know, like, oh, the, yeah. so oh, it would yeah. be kind of raised. The dang ball, Austin. It literally was coming to me. Right, it was in slow motion. I'm like, oh, I'm catching it here in stride. I'm Deion Sanders, you know. I'm, I'm about to get freaky with it. Right, hits that dang thing, hits the line, and it was raised because I remember like, dang, I hope I don't trip. You know, like you know, playing regular defense, right? And it was raised more towards the the sideline. Hits it, hit right into Farley's hand. No, yeah, like a black leprechaun, Johnny on the spot, boom, score. Now. I am mad as all get out. Oh well, yeah, I would hope but I so. gotta go celebrate for my boy. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, man, I should just go. Just how do I was thinking to myself? 
how does this happen? He behind me. It takes a like a crazy bounce off the off the yard off the off the white line into my man's hands. Like boop, bypass Jay Farley touchdown. So, and so he, but here's the thing about Farley. He act like it's supposed to happen that way. <laughs> that's the best part about Farley. Because that's been his luck forever. Right. Like, he'll tell you yeah. that. So he says, so he, he comes and he goes, yeah, my mom uh, did the old-fashioned thing where she would get pictures and she would put them in plastic. And right. So they've been contained all these years. And he said, this one he found, immediately he wanted to, he said, what I was going to do was copy it and sign it to Jay Vorman. <laughs> That's my bad. Like to sign it. Well, but he, let me he's see got the actual guy, picture. And he goes, but tell Jay, wait a minute, man. I looked at this picture. I don't see no Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, see, this one here yeah. is the Missouri one. Okay. This is the Missouri one for you people out yeah. here. Okay. This is the this is the first. Look, you talk about uh, Strickland, yeah. and we had to do the crime scene investigation. Right. That's what. This is evidence. No, like <laughs> we're on trial, Your Honor. This is Exhibit A of Terrell Farley right here. Right. This is it, and this is for all you high I'll school players, all, all the way all, out front by all, right, <laughs> and acting like he's doing it on purpose. All you high school players, I want to <laughs> let you know this: Terrell Farley right there. I think that's Brian Shaw and myself. All on special teams. Yeah. So when you go to said university and act like you can't play special teams, there's an all American. I was a three, four year starter, and so was Brian Shaw. There you okay. go. But this is exhibit A. You need right to go here. put your work in. This is exhibit A of Terrell Farley being yeah. the luckiest man I ever see. That, that, but, that, but that's Farley, though. But look at it. But the, the, look at him. Gloves undone, undone. Yep. Spat looking special. Yep. Everybody else out there just bought. I mean, Where, and he said he wore, what he, year? he wore low tops. Yeah. He said yeah, he, wore he wore low tops with spats. Yeah. And he said that, you know, and then he showed me the picture. And I was like, wait a minute. That's what you wore, Ripley, bro? That's what you always do. Well, that was because the Adidas shoes were like playing in Timberland. Oh, that's what we were laughing about. Yeah. That's what we were laughing about. Because if you about. look at the poster up in the in the other uh, studio there. Yeah. You, so you those, see him. No, mine, mine I have on. Don't are you have Ni champions? No, those are Nike. I took the Nike check mark off. Okay. Or colored it in yeah. with the spat. Yeah. And they had, well, back then they were called cross trains. Man, those are crazy. There's a crazy. But yeah, he was like, I want to sign this and leave it for Jay. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Jay will tear that picture up, bro. You, nah, you need to keep that, man. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. Uh, before we get into, into it, so the College World Series, of course, you know, you end up with LSU and Florida. And then the story becomes okay, somehow the two SEC teams make it who haven't played each other this year. Wow. Whoever, because immediate thought was, well, there should be some history to it. No, they haven't played each other this year because the SEC, the way it laid out its yeah. size, things in the future, pay attention, Big Ten football. Conference. Yeah, yeah, football, pay, pay attention. Atten pay yeah. attention that it's going to be a thing. But then the Jello shots. So as I of, did see that. Yeah. As of last night, uh, Florida had purchased 2,371 Jello shots. LSU had 29,000 right yeah i'm looking at this thing right now a couple days what, ago they were at 21,400 last night this was as of last night uh at 10 30 29,000 pretty sure the number went up after that um man this is crazy so how good did you actually did both of you did you watch it was a really good game yeah incredible yeah. right really top five all-time college baseball game. right Okay, I want to be sure that I wasn't alone in celebrating how great that game was. Um, but then, you know, here's the thing. 
that easily could have been the championship series, and then we would have got three games like that instead of instead of instead of one. I'm a little they bummed played, by they that. Played a few times. Well, but I was bummed by that because having Wake Forest and LSU in a best two out of three would have been the best thing for college baseball. That's why I said I didn't quite understand having the two brackets and having teams that lost, and then you got to mix it and mash it, ma- ma- match it when you could have just done double elimination and that got you to the right place anyway, right? Because they're giving you room for error. That's baseball d- double yeah. elimination. I mean, I, think, a- I just think that Wake Forest's bats went kaput at the wrong time. Um, I think the pressure facing the best pitcher in college I baseball. Say, I think, and then I think. The circumstances got to him, and I just think the the like like Mister Go Thirty says the moment was too big. Moment was too big, and LSU was very comfortable in this situation, and you know they just you know LSU could go you could go back and forth. Did they you know they they were took a lot of confidence even in that loss, and came back and felt very comfortable winning that first game and in the second game, uh, which obviously was last night. They felt like they had the upper hand. It was a really good baseball game. I wish uh, Wake Forest would have been able to get a couple things go their way. Um, it didn't, but you know they don't have anything to you know be down about. I think when you get into a tournament like this, top three team um, in the country, right? Like it's Wake Forest. Right. You, you, it's whoever's playing the best right now. And I'll, this is equivalent LSU's run or potential where they're at, and say LSU pulls it and wins it, is no different than a. Um, when Green Bay, I think, won the Super Bowl, they had lost home field advantage and went through the wild card. And what it did was it kind of gave them a shock to their system, got it going, and then they've kept in rhythm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes in baseball, if you get a day off or you kind of can get, you know, too little bit, I wouldn't say fool yourself, but just kind of relax a little bit. The team that's been playing, especially when you have the arms like LSU has, and they're in, and able to keep throwing guys at you and the, and the amount of hitters that they have, they can, you know, obviously catch rhythm. And now they got a day off and they're looking to Florida. Florida's looking at them. The advantage, to be honest with you, has to be the LSU. They have more experience. Um, I think they're, you know, as far as confidence wise, I think they're playing with a way more confidence than any, any team in the. This is going to be a swagger series. This is going to be a full swagger series. The two teams with the most swagger got in. Yeah, I I, I, I I think I think it's it's incredible. Um, yeah. So and then, listen, with Bellevue West be, being in the news, do you know how? Can you just on a scale of one to on your scale of one to seven, how how absolutely irritating do you think Rico and and Strick were? Oh, well, well, <laughs> well I would say this. I bet you Strick. I, Rico knew earlier. Yeah. So Rico went from what five five to five ten. Yep. So he, he, yep. He, Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because he, <laughs> he he definitely was walking around with his chest out, right? And then Strick was like, you know, he he 
he's like, yeah, I'm the king. He's like, but you know, the, you know, it's a byproduct of stricken those guys. And so, you know, all seriousness though, it's a, I mean, it's a good get for first in Nebraska. It, it's, it's, I, I think it's twofold. One, obviously you get a quarterback that, that you feel confident in and you kept a relationship with while you're recruiting uh, Dylan Rayola. And then you have two receivers been on the scene and been productive mm-hmm. um, for the last two or three years. And I'm going to say this about McMorris, right? And and this is what – in Hall is good too. It, you know, you, I mean, it's, look, it's you're, you're winning with both of them. Here's the thing about McMorris, right? He's a pretty dang good receiver. But he's also a, a hellified athlete because he's been on the last two state championship teams in basketball. And I always and I never forget this, and I remember this like clear as day. Noah Fant was playing for Omaha South, uh, doing sixteen twenty up in the Omaha, mm-hmm. and I remember trying to call Mike Riley. I think it was Mike or Bo. I forget. You know, text line texting in when, when he was there, and I remember calling him that Saturday night and Sunday morning. And I was like, you better, whoever, you better sign this. You better get this kid. And I was like, he's going to be a first round tight end. And I think it was Mike Riley because Mike Riley was looking at him as a defensive end. I think it was Mike Riley. And I was like, that dude right there is only going to be in college for the bare minimum. He will be a first rounder. And they were like, oh, you started to give me the whole company. I said, listen, the fact that with the things that I saw him do on the basketball court supersedes anything you saw on the tape. Being a legit him being a legit 6'5, 225, 230, and essentially breaking the backboard and catching it one handed and going up and finishing with the other hand, spin moves, catching in traffic, separating. He was running pass routes out there as a center or power, whatever he was, power forward. He literally was running into guys and cutting off them, catching it and finishing it. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, move that quick and that fast. Not then, that easy. Right. So when, you look that at, easy. When, so when you look at McMorris, right, and if you watch him play basketball, the things that he does on the basketball court, when you think of potentially the offense that he might go into with Satterfield and the way they want to try to maybe a controlled, quick passing game, be physical, run it, you know, yards after catch, short area quickness, tough catches, right, welcoming contact, you know, obviously blocking and stuff like that, precise, precise route running. You got to think the things that he's learning on the basketball court, along with his football training, and then obviously getting down to Nebraska, is giving him a leg up on a lot of kids. Now, granted, track and stuff like that is the fastest way you can get a scholarship, which I think is especially it, with this staff. They, right, they've made a point right. that this, but is just the in thing. general, yeah. yeah, I, I, I like doing doing that, mm-hmm. but I'm out of track. Okay, we, we, I, I'm, I'm glad I, you said it. I'm out of track, me, and I'm. I'm there's been a lot of guys that came through here with the previous staff that had good track times. And they look like, I know I can't. They're really good at running. Right. <laughs> sometimes you're running away from contact. Right. Sometimes you're running away right. from making a play. Sometimes. Yeah. So, I, but <laughs> McMorris is, is, is one that, you know, really excites along with, you know, Hall. I think it's good because you have two different types of body types too, right? You have oh, one, two different types of players. Right. Well, body types as well. So yeah. then therefore, you, they're not crossing over each other. 
You get what I'm saying? Well, I mean, they have a natural fit for what Satterfield does on both ends, yep. on both positions. Right. What I mean is, you're not get, you're not getting two guys that only can play wide on the outside to the left. Right. You got guys that have position flexibility that have done it. Both of them have played in the slot. Both of them played on the outside, as you know, on the right side and left side. So you have position flexibility and football playmaking ability. What does it say? Can you miss when there's a 97 catch situation? What do you mean? Well, I mean, look, I I don't know how many players come up put up ninety seven catches in a year. Oh, you're talking about in high school? Yeah. Can you can you does that transfer? Does that always transfer? I listen. If you play receiver and you can catch the bat, catch the football, that that like that's what gives me hope in this is that his. I mean, well, ninety seven catches is a lot of workload and a lot of production. Well, the thing is, if you watch Kalen's highlight. These aren't just stop routes. That these they're they're trained through Steve Warren mm-hmm. and Warren Academy, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it to you, between Steve Warren and Abdul, mm-hmm. they do a really good job getting kids ready. Mm-hmm. But they but Steve Warren and Warren Academy because he's had all these guys Zane Flores, uh, Cole Payton, and all you know all these guys Easton Stick, all these guys that they've had, they are teaching them higher level pass concepts. Then you go to Bellevue West and continue it. So the catches that he's making are more, I think, you're able to evaluate him a little bit easier coming out of high school. Now, you can have 150 million catches, right? And and you can't control, you know, body size. Right. That's really not a thing but that you can, you can at that level. But you, I mean, not basketball, but catching the football is yeah. a lost art in this day and time. It is. I mean, well, and it, route running, to, catching the we, football. We, we learned to, 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 so catching football was so much a part of growing up. I caught more away from the game than I did. In game wasn't new news to me. It wasn't then it became route running and becoming disciplined in route running. But I was also productive from playing against bigger dudes, older dudes. So I learned how to get open and still be where I need and to use be. Your body control, right? That part of it you see, and In I'm him. glad you shouted out uh, Abdul Muhammad and Steve Warren because when you watch their kids, it gives me hope that the bridge between Omaha and Lincoln shrinks. Well, you got three kids out of a school that over the last few years you haven't been able to get any out of for different reasons. And, you know, to be frank, maybe some of those reasons are more right than they were before because now you're starting to have more kind of factual evidence. The thing is, I equate catching the football and route running to the fundamentals of basketball that's been missing. You talk about the guys last night that got drafted. You talk about guys that come in with all these potential. And the thing that and the things that separates the the the, the champions and the chumps are the ones that can do the small things and continue to do them and make them look easy, and then they look phenomenal. So what he can do in football terms from my evaluation mm-hmm. is he's real in, in this goes with both of them and their quarterback. They are really good ball handlers. And what I mean by that is right. It's no different than basketball, but when you look at the way Kalen passes to both of them, it's on time on target, right? Velocity, right? Trajectory, right? Timing. Then it, then therefore then the receivers are catching in ball handling the right way, right? So if, if I'm separating from DP and I know he's coming from top down, I know I need to catch it away from him 
and then get it into this part of the body so I can turn up, right? I know when to catch it in my body. I know when I need to catch it here in a quick snag, get it in, brace for contact or brace for contact, make him miss. Then I know where to go, you know, run after a catch. Those three together have done that, especially those two receivers have done it different ways and they continue to get better. And that's what Nebraska has to do. You have to get guys, you have to get guys in here that enjoy the small things in football and love getting better and find ways to get that much better. Cause then on Saturdays, it's going to be like, dang, he just took that, you know, eight yard skinny post for 30. Well, then everybody's going to think that, you know, that's an explosive play. It's explosive route running led by ball handling, which started with the quarterback. It's, it's trust. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of trust and yeah. knowing that my quarterback's going to throw me open and not into chaos. Right. I, that if we're running that out, Look, if there's a safety creeping on the outside shoulder, he's gonna run me into that into that safety. He's not gonna get me on a on a post and run me into the into into the, the safety or into a linebacker. That trust developed and formed. And what'll happen is the rest of the quarterbacks will see. Well, wait a minute. Caleb's giving him the ball here. This is where he likes it. He does more magic with it there. I always told him. Barry Thompson, man, get it to me early. <laughs> get it to me early so that I can do work for you. I'll make your numbers look good. Just well, get thing, it to me early. The thing is, from a quarterback position, you need to learn why or how and why you are throwing the ball to a certain position, it, whether it's on the on the receiver or in a coverage. Man. Because if you're just throwing a check down against cover two, well – you don't know well if there's if if there if you're you're if you're going against a defense and there's trips to a side, the top down or the hook coverage is a lot different if than it's two by two. So how I throw the check down to Austin is is gonna change and where it could because I want Austin can't see if when Austin's getting the check, he can't see where these guys are going. And I'm, I'm looking back at you in the ball. And, right. and and he better trust you. Right, mm-hmm. that Jay ain't gonna line me up, but and send me the, into Jay Foreman. But those, are the things, <laughs> but those are the things as a quarterback and as a receiver, you have to. That's next level thinking and training. Yeah, and so you know, hopefully with these three coming in, uh, they can lead to more coming out of Omaha because Omaha's got some talent, uh, which you've seen and will continue to see because they got some more coming down the pipe. You actually got some talent here in Lincoln, uh, so you know you're trying to you know you know, lock down these borders of Nebraska before, you know, everybody comes and feasts in. So that's big. It's a good day for Nebraska, good day for the coaching staff. I'm sure they got some more stuff cooking. Um, but this is old school. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin, we'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.